You're listening to the What the Junk Podcast with Megan Rage. You guys are all honestly the best. You've been so supportive this past week. Like, you guys have been sending me messages. You're doing great, sweetie. Like, just messages saying that you're so proud of me for trying something new and um, for going out there and chasing what I want. And uh, it's going to make me feel really bad when I have to break the news to you that I quit. I quit. I quit. I quit. Eh. Does anyone know what that's from? If you guessed Full House, you're right. Um, I think it's when Uncle Jesse quits the radio station, which is really shocking to me. How? Oh, my, how everything comes full circle. You guys, I appreciate the messages and all the confidence that you had in me, but your girl failed. It. I can't remember what I said in last week's episode about this new apprenticeship that I started um, to potentially be a groomer. So let me back up a little bit. There's something that I didn't tell you because I was nervous <clears throat> that I was going to become friends with these people at work and then they were going to listen to my podcast. And obviously they're not going to train someone to just get up and start their own business. Like they want you to stay. They even sign you into a contract. Um, I had to sign a non-compete. Like there was this whole thing. So I wasn't really ever going to be able to get into what my master plan was. But my plan was to get a ton of knowledge um, grooming and then to go off and start my own business. I had the name and everything. I wanted to call it Chuck's Cuts. Um, I I wanted to do mobile grooming. I had this whole plan. And this is it been in my head for years. Like when people would say, ideally, what would you do? I would say, I want to own my own business. I want to own Chuck's Cuts. It's going to be so cool. It's going to like have Chuck on the front. There's going to be an awning. So if par- pet parents want to hang out in front while their animals getting groomed, like they can, like while we'll the TV on, like I, it was, a, I was dreaming real big. Now <laughs> I've, I've realized that that is very far from what I want This is something that I've been thinking about for years and it took me, I don't know, six days to realize that this is not for me. So like I said, I don't remember how much I told you last week, but I was kind of having some, you know, apprehensive thoughts about the career choice. As you know, I've talked about it before on this podcast. I have a really bad back. Um, It's really hard on the body. It is just disgusting and I'm not one that can do disgusting things like I can't touch something that's been in the dishwasher for or dishwasher in the refrigerator for too long I'm just not one to do things that gross me out and there's a lot of gross things that you have to do in this job anal glands you have to express those or whatever the hell they call it clean out eye boogers scrape out ears um just deal with fluff and fur and bathing and I just can't I don't know what I thought grooming entailed. Like you did a little wash, you did a little snip and you put a little bow on the ears. Like I I don't know, but I was so delusional because I did not think it was going to be this hard. And it's not even that it's hard. It's just that I don't enjoy it at all. The first couple days that I went in, I was like, I'm pumped. And then slowly that started to decline. I can tell you the moment that it happens. You have to try, you have to check off everything on a list. Like I've done this, I've done this, I've done anal glands, I've done a shampoo, I've done a conditioner, I've done a nail trim. So I had to do a nail grind. And this was sometime last week early. I just went in for like a three hour day because I was just part time, you know. I go in to do a nail grind and they're like, you know, it's like when you get your nails done. And I'm like, yeah, but I mean, I'm not I can't even file my own nails. I'm not coordinated at all. And so I was trying to like file basically electric file grind this dog's. What? Oh, my God, my Siri, please don't text all this to anyone. Um, I was having to. Uh, grind this dog's nails and if you know me well you know that I am not very coordinated like when it comes to body hands arms I am right-handed but like I shoot pull left-handed I sweep left-handed I do a lot of things left-handed so when they were showing me how to do some things it wasn't comfortable the way that they were showing me and I couldn't quite figure out just how to get it down like I was hugging the dog from behind while grabbing its paw with my right hand and then grinding with my left hand. And that didn't feel natural, but it didn't feel natural the other way either. I was just having a really hard time. Anyways, I couldn't get these nails smooth. I, I, I wanted to be like, I can't even file my old, my own nails, but I was trying to be positive. I wasn't trying to complain, but this really defeated me. Like this was kind of the icing on the cake for me. Like I am never going to be able to do this. 
and I'm never going to enjoy it. Like I was getting zero enjoyment out of this. I was dreading going in, but I was just like, I'm going to power through. Through. I talked to a couple of my friends. They were like, this could just be a learning curve. Like just get into it a little more and you could end up loving it. Here's the thing. I was getting compliments on how well I was learning and how quickly I was picking things up. So you would think that that would give me like the confidence and then maybe sway my decision as to how I was feeling about staying. But it wasn't about that. It wasn't about me becoming more confident and me not knowing how to do things. I was dreading going in. I did not enjoy it at all. I don't like being wet all day. I don't like being dirty all day. I just felt so disgusting. So I decided I was going to power through. So I go on Friday, dread, anxiety. I, I have to say it because it's true. It was in the pit of my stomach. I just felt so anxious. And so I get to work and I'm there for five minutes and this big old husky um, with a butthole the size of my fist comes in and it was disgusting. It had been sprayed by a skunk. It needed a deferminator, which is like the de the de-shedding treatment so that they don't shed as much. So the girl that was helping me was like, okay, so here's how you do this. You have to aim like the, the blow dryer, which is this huge, it looks like a shop vac at the dog against the grain of the hair. And all this fur is going to come out. Also, all this dirt's going to come out. So she's like, watch me. I'm going to do half the dog and then you could do the other half. So she starts doing it and it is like it's snowing. There is hair in the air. There is dirt in the air. She's covered afterwards. It looks like there's ash on her hands. Like it looks like there's been a fire. And I was just like, uh, 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 what do you mean I have to do this? You know, I just gotten a tattoo the night before and she was like, don't get it wet. Don't get any animal fur in it. And I had already uncovered it because she couldn't give me like the good wrap for the tattoo. She just saran wrapped it and taped it and that had come off already. So I was like stressing out like, oh no. Plus I have fake eyelashes. I get eyelash extensions. So all this hair was going to get all up in my eyelashes. I was just like, I don't know what to do. So I was like, hey, um, dog hair really gets like to my eyes. Do you have like any goggles that I can wear? And they were like, no, but we have this beekeeper hat. So she gives me this beekeeper's hat. I'm wearing a mask, a beekeeper's hat, and I get the vacuum and I start doing it. But I'm not like touching the dog at the same time because I, I, I saw her hands and it was disgusting. So anyways, I do this for like, I don't know, 30 minutes and then I shampoo it. Well, the shampooing when it takes a deferminator, it, you shampoo it for hella long. Like I was shampooing this dog for like an hour and then I go to dry it, which takes like another half an hour. So I get halfway through that and I start to actually have a panic attack. Like there's hair everywhere everywhere. It's in my mouth. I am soaking wet. And so I go out to the front area and my manager looks at me and she's just like, what's wrong? And I was like, I don't think I can do this. I was like, to be honest with you, I was so excited about this job. Like you have no idea. I was pumped. I was telling everyone about it. Like I was so excited. I honestly didn't realize that it was going to be this way. I'm not enjoying it. I don't think it's something that I'm going to be doing in the future. It's not something that I want to do anymore. I said, my back is killing me. I, I just, I, I just said, I'm, I'm, it's not for me. I said, I feel really bad doing this because I know that I've been here for like, you know, a week and a half or whatever, and you've invested some time into me, but it's better that I tell you now as opposed to two months from now when you've trained me even more. And she was like, no, I understand. She's like, people do this all the time. She's like, this happens all the time. She's like, people don't realize how demanding this job is and how hard it is. And she said, um, but most of the time people just don't show back up. She was like, at least you're like saying it to my face. She was like, I appreciate that. And I was like, you know, if I was you know, in my early 20s, I would maybe stick this out and see if it could turn into something. I said, but I'm 33. Like, I can't be wasting my time here on this part time job that I hate. You know, I need to find something else. I'm I'm looking for a career or a stable job that doesn't make me miserable. Like, I just can't do it. And so I felt so awkward in this moment. She was being cool, but I could tell she was pissed. And so I, like, take off my smock. I hand it to her, and I get the fuck out of there. Like, I'm like, bye. Didn't get my paycheck. Didn't get nothing. I just left. And then I texted her my address the next day so she could send me my checks, and she never texted me back. I mean, God knows. I'm probably not going to get paid, which is fine. It was just part-time. I mean, I don't know even know how many hours I had worked. Maybe, like, 18 I don't know. Um, but I just got the hell out of there. And let me tell you guys, I felt the 
biggest weight off my chest the second that I walked out the door I got in the car and I called Brett and he was like did you quit and I was like yes and he was like good you were coming home miserable he's like you weren't even talking to me I I was just it was so bad I never was expecting to feel that way I was expecting to love it so much so I like had a good cry on the way home not because It was a couple things. Number one, I was really expecting to love it. So I was disappointed. Number two, I was disappointed in myself in myself for giving up. I also did realize that I did the best thing for me, though. Like I, I, I shouldn't stick out something that I hate so much. Also, number three, I was embarrassed. Like I felt even though I just said I wasn't 18 or in my early. T- I felt like a child, like being like, I can't do this. I got to go. Like I felt really embarrassed. I got home. I took about a 45 minute long shower, got out and felt instantly better and knew that I made the right choice. I just, uh, it was not for me. So I started texting my best friend Summer and I was telling her what happened. And she was like, this reminds me of when she was got out of high school. She worked at Kingsgate. She was like, this reminds me or and I was telling her how I had a panic attack, like doing the dog and how I started crying. Did I leave that out? I started crying when I was washing this husky like I had a full blown meltdown. And so she's like, this reminds me of the first time they made me dress up as Roller Roo. She's like, I didn't want to do it. And I started crying. She was like, well, it's not the same, but it's similar. And I'm like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> me washing a Husky's butthole and you being Roller Roo at Kingsgate. Same, same. Oh, gosh. But yeah, I I haven't heard anything from them. I have since applied for hella other jobs. Like part of me is like, maybe I should just go back to banking for a little bit. So my whole game plan has rearranged. The whole point of this was that I wanted to find something that made me happy. And I do love radio, but there's no jobs for me here right now. So I just kind of want to find something until I can get back into radio. And hopefully once this pandemic goes away or maybe just gets we we have it under control, then radio jobs will open up and I can apply here locally because that is just that's where my comfort is. That's what I want to do. That's my jam doing this podcast, doing the radio show. And it's crazy because I I just said a couple episodes ago, I'm done with radio. But that's because I thought I was going to start this new new path and eventually be a business owner. And I was dead wrong. And I feel so stupid and so naive for just going into this thinking it was going to be great without really doing much research. Like what what did I think I knew about grooming? Because Chuck gets groomed every six weeks. I thought I like knew it all. Also, that's another thing where I was, I would have had to groom dogs for like two years before I could even touch a cat. And that was super discouraging because I really wanted to groom cats. Now I just want nothing to do with grooming at all. The only good thing is I did learn a lot in those few days that I was there. So whenever we get the dog, I'm going to know how to cut its nails, wash it, um, clean its ears, its waxy ass, disgusting ears, pull the hair out of its ears. Like I know enough to then, you know, service our dog if we ever fucking get it. I'm having more anxiety than ever about that decision just because I feel like I'm suddenly traumatized by dogs. Like I just feel like this experience was so bad. I need to have a good experience with the dog to like get my love for that back. I would just come home every night and like squeeze Chuck and be like, thank you for not being a disgusting animal. Uh, not that all dogs are disgusting, but the dogs that I were seeing were pretty bad, like dirty, filthy, needed a lot of work. And I am not the one. So yeah, I was in a WhatsApp group with all the people from work. I immediately, as I walked out of the store, took myself off of it, got the hell out of there. I'm not friend. I don't know any of their last names. What, what sucks is they were really nice people. Everyone that worked there, I vibed with them really well. Had I liked the job, it would have been a great work environment. But I was just so embarrassed. I'm like, I don't want any of them to find me on anything. They never, I never said anything about Megan Rage. I don't think, I do think some of them voted for me for the Petco thing. Hopefully they don't go back and like, find my ass but yeah I just it was just I went from being so excited about this job to dreading waking up like I couldn't fall asleep at night because I was dreading waking up the next day and going into work so that's the update and what's funny is that day I had planned to go to my dad's after work because my friend Violetta, you've seen me post about her bakery. You've heard me talk about her. She had said a while back when your dad starts to feel better, I want to give him some baked goods. And so she checked in with me that week and was like, hey, is your dad feeling any better? I want to give him these baked goods. And I was like, actually, he is. So I had picked up some cupcakes from her to take over to my dad's. But because I was like working and I had other things going on on the days that I was off, I hadn't found time to get over there. 
So I told him I was going to come over that day after work and I call him at like 11 a.m. And he's like, I thought you were at work. And I was like, yeah, about that, like crying. And he was like, don't worry about it. He's like, you can't stay at a job that you hate. He was like, and if you just started, it's better to tell him now than to wait. And I was like, "Okay, well, I'm going to come over and drop off these cupcakes. So I get over there. And of course, he's like, I mean, I knew that wasn't going to be a thing for you. He's like, you hadn't really thought it through. And if you wanted to start your own business, especially that type of business, there's so many things that you have to worry about, liability insurance, yada, yada, yada. And then he was just like, I I knew this wasn't going to, you know, I was like, oh, thanks. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, I guess he knows me better than anyone else. But he basically said, yeah, I knew you weren't going to last. I'm like, "Okay, that's wonderful. (laughs) If I wish I knew I wasn't going to last because I wouldn't have even bothered. But like I said, it was a thought in my mind for so long that that's what I was going to do, that I'm kind of glad that I found out that it's not something I'm interested in at all. It just sucks to be this age and like not know what to do. Well, I know what I want to do. I want to do radio, but I can't do that right now. So like what can I find in the interim that I can do and make some money and they aren't going to be pissed if I leave in like a year. I mean, I don't know when a radio job's going to pop back around. Eventually it will. So like, do I work at a bank, in a back office, maybe apply a golden one? I don't know. I hate going into it being like, I'm not going to be here for long because who knows? I could. I could end up finding something that I love and stay there for a long time. I just don't know. But I do know that I need to find something ASAP. Anyways, while I was at my dad's, um, we were going, we were sitting down, we ate a cupcake and he was like, oh, I found this ladder that you and Brett should get. I want to get it too. Let me find it on Instagram. So with ads, you know, they come and go. You close Instagram, that ad could be gone. And when you log back on, there's another one that's there again. My dad doesn't quite understand that. So he spent an hour, I was sitting right next to him, scrolling through Instagram, trying to find this ad. And so he was typing in like ladder and I was like, okay, dad, I got to go. And he was like, no, wait, let me just scroll a little more. Oh my. And then he finally finds it when I get home and he texts it to me and it's totally a scam. I'm like, do not buy anything from this website. He was also like when I was sitting there scrolling, I'm all the way back to your pictures from Halloween and I just saw this ladder yesterday. So how could that be? I'm like, I don't even know where to begin to explain an algorithm to you. Like it's just it's today's not the day. I also taught him how to save things on Instagram. I'm like, because this has happened before where he sees an ad that he wants to show me to find out if the website is legit. So So I was like, here's what you do. If you see something that you like that you want to show me later, ask me about. You just hit this little ribbon in the corner. It'll save it. I showed him where to retrieve it. And then the next day he texted me, how do you save again? Or how do you find the pictures that you saved? And then I was in the shower. So by the time I got to my phone, he was like, oh, never mind. I figured it out. (laughs) And then he asked me on Twitter. He's like, what are these things at the top? I'm like, they're stories. I was like, it's just like it is on Instagram. And he's like, oh, I never knew what that was. I never clicked on them. And I'm like, yeah, please don't. Actually, I'd rather you not watch all my stories. <laughs> Just stick to what I actually post on my feed. That gives me anxiety enough. I'm like, oh, the cat. Yesterday, I posted something about the slip inside for my church that I had talked about from a- in a previous episode. When I was going through um, pictures yesterday, I found like a little slip from from when I went to the Sunday school summer camp where I slept on the slip inside. And so I put it up with this caption and he texted me and was like, I don't remember that. How would you remember that? You were only three. And I'm like, oh my God. <sighs> and when I got over there the other day, he's like, so let's see the tattoo. And so I just rolled my sleeve up slightly because what he doesn't know is I'm getting a full sleeve and I have another tattoo on top of it. And I'm just not ready to deal with the wrath of Dawn yet. So baby steps. I feel like I'm kind of jumping all over the place today. There's so much that I wanted to talk about. And when I'm telling a story, I want to make sure that I I get it all. And I feel like sometimes when I'm doing it this way, I kind of go back and forth with my stories. My thoughts just aren't lined up. Um, And today I'm feeling a little frazzled. So I'm going to go back again to after I left my job. Um, I was texting two of my friends in a group and we were talking about like what I could possibly do and where I could apply. And I've made two mistakes in this group chat. Um, Air on the side of caution. I spelled it A-I-R. And then um, they made a suggestion suggestion about a a job. And I said, oh, this piqued my interest. And I spelled it P-E-A-K-E-D. And it's P-I-Q-U-E-D. And I'm like, fuck, I can't get a job. I don't even know how to spell. I don't understand anything. I'm dumb. (laughs) 
Friday was just not a good day for me at all. Uh, I want to talk about Jackie Schimmel real quick. It really sucks that I started this podcast for one reason and one reason only. And that is that I used to love listening to the Bitch Bible, but I haven't listened since probably mm, beginning of April, maybe even before that, because I didn't want her sound to influence my sound. I already feel like we have like a similar banter, so I didn't want anyone to like listen and think that I was trying to rip her off. So I've just completely stopped listening to her. I do still follow her on Instagram though. And I see that she put out a song called bitch. Well, when she first put out the song, which I believe was on Friday, it was only available on iTunes. It's not available on streaming services yet. She said it was going to be in like a couple weeks or something. And I bet what happened is, um, Apple music I know and Spotify and a couple other things, they are like on a holiday break. Um, I've been warned by my podcast people that if I want to submit anything new, I have to do it between a certain window. So I think that might be what happened to her because other people can upload their music super quickly. I don't really know how iTunes works or Apple Music or whatever. Anyway, so the song was only available for purchase on iTunes. This bitch for the past like week has been posting. Well, it can't be for the past week because I guess she just did it on Friday. It was either Friday or Thursday. It was last week. This bitch has been posting ever since. Oh, my God. I can't believe I'm number one on the charts on iTunes. Like, I can't believe it. She's been posting like all these screenshots. Like, how is this happening? Uh, Jackie, let me tell you how it's happening. No one buys music anymore. They only stream it. Like, when's the last time you went on iTunes and bought a song? So the reason that you're number one is because no one's buying anything on fucking iTunes. Your song is only only available on iTunes, so your fans that want to listen to it are purchasing it, whereas Ariana Grande's song, we're all streaming it on our Apple Music or Spotify subscription. Like, can someone explain this to her? I feel like her husband's a producer. Like, why is he letting her post these things bragging about how she's number one on the iTunes charts? Like, bitch, relax. I love her to death. But I've noticed, I mean, I don't know what's going on with her because I don't listen to her podcast. I've noticed she said a couple things throughout her throughout her podcast career. She said that she would never sell merch. She's all of a sudden selling merch. Go on with your bad self. I understand. She's probably trying to survive. I'm pretty sure she probably has a little bit less content than she normally has. So do what you got to do to stay afloat. It's just funny because I'm seeing her do things that she swore she would never do or that she would previously cringe at, like making a song and putting it on iTunes and then bragging about it. Now she is bragging about it in her like her own special way. That's not really bragging. It's like, oh, I'm mortified at myself like if you know her personality you know exactly what I mean I just think it's funny because I've been noticing it she posts about it almost every day and I'm like uh, uh, uh relax don't brag about it because no one's on iTunes anymore old people maybe unless you do buy music on maybe if you like love an artist and you want to only I mean even then why 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 wouldn't you just stream it it doesn't make sense to me if you love an artist and you really want an album then you'd buy the actual album cd whatever right Tell me if I'm wrong. If anyone out there is still buying music on iTunes, first of all, let me help save you some money. And second of all, nope, don't, just first of all. That's the only thing. Just one. Last Wednesday when this episode came out, I found out how much money we won for Petco. But I had already recorded, so I wasn't able to tell you. But if you follow me on social media, you know. So the People's Choice vote, we didn't come in first. We were way off, like 2,000. But we did end up coming in second, which I I think the last thing that I said when I was recording the last episode was I didn't even think we were going to keep number four, fourth place. So um, there was a big push. Pat, Tom, and Cody had me on. And then... Uh, I think a couple other people posted about it. My friend Kristen posted again in the Sacramento Reddit page, which, man, utilizing Reddit. I don't really use Reddit, so I don't really know how it works, but that seemed to boost my numbers a lot. And so we got second place, which means an additional $10,000 for Front Street. So in total, our adoption story won them a $60,000 grant, which is just unreal. I'm so happy about it. I am so happy that it's over with because... I was annoying people with my texts like, can you vote? And my posts on social media. It's all I was talking about. I feel like I was being that annoying girl that posts something and then reposts everyone's posts talking about it, which I understand is annoying, but I'm trying to get the point across. I don't really know if that's the way to do it. You know, when I think about it, when I look back or when other people do it, let's say someone releases something and then everyone's sharing it to their story and and tagging you. So you just keep reposting the same story over and over again. Do you think that inclines people to vote or do you think it deters them from voting? Like, bam, this bitch is annoying. We get it. We only need to see the post once. Why are you posting it 20 times? I, I get that it's like showing like, hey, look, a lot of people are doing it, but does it piss you off? 
Like, because nobody watches that story 20 times. They just skip right through it. It's something that I was really thinking about during this process because I, I, I really felt like I was annoying people. But I've said this before. It wasn't for my own personal self-gain. It was for the gain of Front Street. So I didn't feel as guilty doing it because it wasn't like I was winning something out of it. it I was just doing, you know, trying to do something nice for Front Street Animal Shelter because that's where I got Chuck and they just do so much for the community. I feel like there needs to be an evolution of the way we do things on Instagram when it comes to stuff like that. Like there's got to be something that Instagram can come out with that's less annoying than reposting the same story 20 times. Even when people tag me in the podcast, uh, that they're listening to my podcast, I appreciate it. Please keep doing that. I will post the shit out of it. But I love it more when there's a little caption to go along with it so that people have something new to read and it's not just a picture of my podcast over and over again. You, you know what I mean? Like, I'm sure that has to be annoying every Wednesday when I'm just reposting tons of people listening to my podcast. I just wish there was a better way to like show people like, hey, look what all these people are doing. You should do it too. I did do something that I've never done before last week, and that's finally finished a season of Love Island. I think I mentioned before that I can never make it to the end because you always know who's going to win. I guess I've just never watched a season that's this good. We watched season two of the UK version. It is so good. I've just had to stop and re-record what I want to say about Love Island five times now because I keep spoiling something and I know one of my friends is still watching it who's likely going to listen to this Amanda I'm talking to you and I don't want to spoil it for her so I won't say too much I'll just say that I love Alex from season two the UK version he looks like Charlie Hunnam from Sons of Anarchy if you know, you know. So I just had to take a break to delete and re-record, delete and re-record. And I happened to look down on my phone just because I feel like I needed a little breather. And someone was like, check your front porch. And there were cookies and a bottle of champagne sitting on the front porch. What did I do to deserve such nice friends? Man, next year, this really makes me feel bad. Like I need to do a Christmas card. I need to send it to people. It's no excuse. I've, I kept saying like, no, people who don't have kids don't do Christmas cards. Yes, they do. I've gotten tons this season. So now I'm like, okay, we need to do a Christmas card. I need to step it up. I need to learn how to bake some fucking cookies. Like I need to do something because I'm just a bottom of the barrel ass bitch. <laughs> don't know how to do anything, don't know how to make anything look nice. I'm just like, hi, this is me. Take it or leave it. I can express a dog's anal glands or whatever it's called, but that's about it. Bottom of the barrel ass bitch. Is that going to be the name of this episode? Yep. I sure think so. Let's write that down. It was going to be, well, that was fast about my job, but bottom of the barrel ass bitch is better. Sorry, dad. He, he doesn't listen to my blog anyways, though. Barrel, huh? I need to double check the spelling of barrel. Is there two L's? B-A-R-R-E-L-L. Uh, I know how to spell all the other words. Bitch, ass, I got it. <laughs> Bottom of the barrel, ass, bitch. Whoo! And it happened El Natural or A Natural. You know what? I'm just going to stop. Um, because we finished Love Island, we wanted to move on to new shows that were on HBO Max because we finally got HBO Max. First of all, I finished Love Life with Anna Kendrick. So good. If you haven't watched it, you ha- it is a must watch. Love Life, Anna Kendrick, must watch. It's so good. It's so relatable. If you have ever dated, <laughs> it is so relatable. Anyway, so Brett and I started watching Raised by Wolves together. And that is the weirdest show I've ever seen in my life. Um, I I don't even know how to describe it. It's sci-fi. I can't describe it. It's so strange. And in the very beginning, they're, they're kind of between Earth and Kepler 22 or whatever that planet's called. And Brett goes, what is this? Boston, New Jersey? I'm like, huh? Brett doesn't know all the cities and states and where they belong. So he just makes shit up all the time. Boston, New Jersey. I wish I could think of other ones that he said, but he's constant. I'm like, no, those are those don't go together. Not the same. I feel like whenever he wants to get like his permanent residency or a citizenship, that's what it's called. He's going to have to take a test and like hopefully he doesn't have to name cities and states and put them together because that's going to be a fail. Hopefully they give him a study guide if that's the case. Last year, it's so crazy. We were in England right now. Um, it always pops up on my memories, like what I was doing years past. Today, I looked at my memories and someone in England, one of Brett's friends, pulled down his pants and had fat cunt tattooed on his butt cheeks. So th- there's that. Also, every year, when I, whenever I'm in England, 
I'm always, there's always a ton of pictures on my phone of me looking at the security camera and taking still frames of Chuck because I miss him so much. I'm like, why do I save these, these like grainy ass home video footage pictures of Chuck because I miss him and love him so much. I can't believe that it's been a year since he's been able to see his family. It, it, it just blows my mind. Like never did I ever think we would go this long without seeing them. Like we've been really lucky the past three years. We've gotten to see them a lot. We've gone there. They've come here. I feel like we get to see them like a really good amount. And this year, oh, I just feel so bad for Brett because I know he wants to go back so bad or have them. He, he doesn't actually he doesn't care if we go there or they come here. He just wants to see them. And I do, too. I can't wait for them to be able to come. It's so crazy that like they haven't seen where we live. Like that is so weird to me. Also, every time Brett's parents have come to visit us, we've lived in a different place. <laughs> this one's permanent. Um yeah, I just can't wait for them to come out, be able to come out and visit. It's so crazy that it's been a year since we've seen them. And all my memories are rushing back to me about last year's trip. I was so sick when we were there last year. Like I didn't want to go out. Normally I'm like pumped. It's different when you're here and you go out. Like I always feel so much responsibility. Like, oh, we have to be sober enough. I don't want to like have to take a lift and feel sick or like we got to stay in control. And you know, Sacramento's a lot different than England. But when I'm in England, I'm like, woo, it's a vacation. I don't have to stress about anything. My phone's not on. Like the not a care in the world. But last time we went around this time of year, I, it was probably the worst trip because I was so sick. There's a picture that popped up in my memories today. Every morning, Brett's mom would make me like hot water with lemon in it. And I think maybe some honey. It was the best thing ever. I've tried to make it since I've come back, but it doesn't taste as good when I do it. She just does it the best, but she was making me one every morning because I had such a bad sore throat. I had such a bad cough. So every time Brett was like, oh, we're going to meet this friend. Cause whenever we go to England, that's all we do is meet his friends. Every second of the day we have plans and I was just so freaking run down. We went out one night in Leeds with our friends Becky and Michael and I I was like, I have to go back to the hotel. Like I felt that bad. So last trip was just this last trip that's been popping up in my memories. It's the last one that we took to England and it was not a good one because I was so sick. I actually think I probably had COVID looking back at it. But back then it was, you know, we weren't even calling it COVID. We were still calling it the coronavirus. No one calls it the coronavirus anymore, do they? Have I taken a breath in the last two minutes? Jesus Christ. We have a new pet. No, it's not the dog. It's a woodpecker. It is pecked through the vent and the insulation in the side of our house, and we think it's made its way in. I'm not really sure. So many people on Instagram gave me so many different suggestions. Buy an owl. Buy these little grates. Have a bird guy come. Have your pest control come. Don't have your pest control come. Make sure the owl's head moves. Make sure it's not just a stationary owl. Like so many suggestions. I need to go through them all. I definitely need to call the bird guy, but I need to go through them all and figure out what our best option is. There's so much insulation on the on the ground outside of our house. Chuck keeps waking up in the middle of the night and like jumping out of bed like he hears something, which is what makes us think that it's in the attic. But Brett said that he can't get up there. We need well, first of all, we need a tall ladder. My dad needs to find a better Instagram ad with a ladder for sale because we need one. Um but it's such a hassle. It's amazing how many people in Sacramento messaged me after I posted about it on Instagram saying that they have woodpeckers too. I swear to God, like 10 to 15 people were like, we have the same issue. Someone messaged me and said they have three woodpeckers right now. That's a nightmare. There was a lot going on yesterday. A lot going on. The, yesterday was the, so the 21st, by the time you're listening to this two days ago, the anniversary of my mom's death. It's been 15 years. And it's so crazy because some years I feel totally fine. Not fine, but just like not super emotional. I feel like ugh, so much time has passed that sometimes the memories are, are like, they, they're, it's hard to remember things. And some years I'm a complete mess. Like some years I just want to lay in bed and cry. It just affects me differently. And obviously when I have things to do, it's a little different. Last year we were in England. And so I feel like it was taking my mind off of it. But yesterday I woke up, I was feeling sad. I always, um, every year I go to her online obituary and read the the messages that people have left and that always makes me cry I did that yesterday morning because again when I was at home with nothing to do and it really had me wanting to look through old pictures of her which I also do every year but I have so many pictures that I never make it through all of them well yesterday I got out of bed and I went to the spare room and I just started sifting through all these pictures I mean there's so many I took so many pictures of pictures on my phone and I was posting them sorry I was spamming everyone 
I set some aside that I wanted to frame. There's so many like I have our old diary, newspaper clippings. I have so much from when I was a kid and so much from when she was a kid. So I spent all day yesterday looking at that, setting aside pictures that I wanted, texting my brother and my sister memories that were coming up that had to do with them. I was like, we need to have a sibling night where we all come over here and we like separate all the pictures and we make copies of the one that you, ones that you guys want. It felt like really good. I went from being really sad to like really happy. Like I, it, it put me in like a much better mood. But there was this picture of me. I posted it in my Sesame Street sheets, my mom putting me to bed and I'm sucking my thumb. And someone messaged me saying I was a late, late thumb sucker, too. Well, that picture, I was probably like five. I sucked my thumb till I was like 12 years old. It was a real serious issue. And I would only suck my thumb if I had a stuffed animal that had whiskers on it. My favorite was a bunny that I my parents let me name Dumb Bunny. Have I told this story? I don't think so. And so I used to either suck my thumb and play with the whiskers on Dumb Bunny or suck my thumb and play with like the end pieces on what I called a whoobie, which was like a security blanket. And I I wouldn't stop sucking my thumb. I told my parents I did, but then they would catch me at night. And so eventually they cut the whiskers off of all my stuffed animals. So I would stop sucking my thumb. And my dad shredded Whoopi. Like, I don't have her anymore. She gone. Um, And because I sucked my thumb for so long, I had this huge gap in my teeth. So I think my parents did this when they were, or my dad did this when he was gearing up for me to have braces. But this video or this picture that I posted, I'm I'm sucking my thumb and my other hand is on a stuffed animal because I guarantee I'm like running its whiskers underneath my, my fingernail. Is that weird? Did anyone, should I not be telling you? Is this embarrassing? No, I was a kid. Does anyone else have a weird thumb sucking story? How, how long? did you suck your thumb for? Like, how old were you? The diary that my mom has, it like talks about the very first night that her and my dad met. It's just, oh, it's so nostalgic. Like, I wish I could frame everything. I'm such a memory hoarder. Like, I I, I just wish there was a way for me to have all of these memories on the wall so I could look at them constantly. I was really careful when I picked out the pictures that I did want to frame because I don't want it to be like a shrine in my house. Like, I don't want to think people to think I'm weird or make people uncomfortable but she was just so pretty and she just has the best pictures and I just I just want to look at her more often you know I'm so excited because I've been getting the sleeve done and Taylor the girl that's doing it said that she would touch up my portrait because it's the whole point of me getting the sleeve was because I've had just had this floating head on my arm forever I'm pretty sure I said that in like the past 10 episodes my mom's super faded so she said that she's gonna go in and touch her up so I'm so excited for her to look fresh because that also popped up in my memories yesterday because I got the tattoo on the anniversary of her death I think seven or eight years ago and it's crazy how like bright and vibrant it looks then compared to how it looks now like it's just so faded I need to take better care of my tattoos when I'm in the sun going forward and then there was the star last night or not the, the two stars or the two planets that were supposed to be lined up next to each other what was it Uranus no Venus what was it I gotta look Jupiter and Saturn there you go so my brother gave us a telescope we it is the hardest thing we've ever set up we cannot figure it out like we started to set it up when we were drunk so now I'm wondering if we set something up wrong and that's what's causing us all this trouble but Brett you know, set it up the rest of the way. It still wasn't working for us. So we ended up using binoculars and we focused on it for maybe like a minute before all that fog rolled in and then we couldn't see it anymore. Bummer. Something that hasn't happened in like what, 800 years. And we only got a split second to look at it before it got super foggy in Sacramento, which never happens. I'm very unclear as if we're able to see it again tonight because I've, I've heard people say that they're going to try again tonight, but I thought it was just a one night show here for one night only. What I did see, it didn't, I think it's just because the binoculars weren't that great. Like it just looked like two bright lights in the, in the sky. It wasn't anything special. Like I wasn't able to see the, the loopy thing around Saturn or anything, but I did see this really cool picture that someone in Australia took. I reposted it on my Instagram story. The picture is so, it's like the coolest picture I've ever seen. I want to frame that too. I just forget paint in the house. I just want to wallpaper my walls with tweets and memories and pictures and Chuck's face. I'm lucky I don't live alone because that's probably what my apartment would look like. (laughs) Crazy cat lady just giving up on life. Before we get into batch talk and boy do we got some batch talk today. I just want to share with you my new favorite Instagram account and I think I'm late because there's over 2,000 posts to this page and I do see that some of you have liked a lot of pictures and posts on this page. So I don't know if I'm just late or what the deal is but last night I couldn't fall asleep because I laid in bed for a long time yesterday and cried. And then 
I got up and basically did nothing. So when it was time for Brett to go to sleep for bed, I was just like, oh, okay, I'm wide awake because I've only been up for three hours. So I was laying in bed and I was scrolling. So the Instagram account, it's a parody account and it's supposed to be in the perspective of Northwest. Now, it's obviously not North actually running this Instagram account. Some of the Kardashians, specifically Chloe, does comment a lot on this account. So I'm trying to figure out who the fuck runs it because the pictures and the captions are the fucking funniest thing ever. So I'm going to pull it up. Hold on. The IG account is Norris Black Book. N-O-R-I-S Black Book. So here's one of my fucking favorite posts. It's a picture of Chloe and her team sitting around some jeans. And the caption says, We love taking you guys behind the scenes and the fun projects we're working on so hard for our fans. Here's Auntie Coco at a very important meeting for Good American last week. If I remember correctly, her team is explaining to her that she sells jeans. Oh, God. And then there's another picture of her, Northwest, and Kim. In their Skims loungewear. And the caption says, hey, guys, our first ever Skims cozy set for kids just dropped. Scott has already got his girlfriend a set. Go grab them before they sell out. Like, the, I don't know how she gets away with some of this. Like, it fucking kills me. What did she post yesterday? She reposted one of Kim's Kim Kardashian's tweets. tweets. So Kim posted that she was going to be sending $500 to 1,000 people through Cash App. So North took a screenshot of that tweet and the caption on Instagram is hey guys thanks to everyone who reached out but unfortunately i am not participating in this promo and i am not giving out any money please stop sending me your cash app info mostly speaking to larsa <laughs> larsa pippen if you don't know the drama with that uh do your research and get back to me because it's wild anyways this account is good for a laugh she's basically or whoever's running it he she is just making fun of the kardashians in like the best way ever i love it i i must have looked at like 500 pictures and captions last night i'm not even hungry right now but when my friend amanda was here for thanksgiving we got beef taquitos like we had a night where we just made a smorgasbord of snacks and i was like i'm really craving a beef taquito and so brett got some from the store and then we put them in the oven and took them out and there was no filling like it was just the shell the outer layer and i can't stop thinking about them today like all i want to do is eat a beef taquito but we're gonna make soup for dinner and i know that if i eat it now i won't be hungry but this whole time i've been doing this podcast i just keep thinking about beef taquitos (laughs) Oh, God, that's such a strange thing to out of nowhere to want. I didn't even see him today or anything. I just can't stop. I've for some reason thought about him earlier and can't stop thinking about him. Let's get into The Bachelor. So I'm going to talk about last night's episode, which is Monday night. And then I'm not going to record again tonight after the episode's over just because it's such a pain in my ass. And also I've been starting it an hour late so I can fast forward through the boring bits because there's so many boring bits in this season. I don't know if I could ever watch a season again where they're trapped at one location. Like I really hope Matt James's season is out and about because I can't do it. Last week with the hometowns and the stupid little like setups all over the resort. I can't. I fast forwarded through most of that. I didn't watch anyone's day dates. I fast forwarded straight through the night dates or straight to the night dates, watched those. And then that was it. And I didn't even, I didn't even watch all of those. I fast forward through a lot of Ivan's. Like I just wasn't interested. It's just not good for me. I've had two different discussions today um, with people talking about how I just don't feel the connection between Taisha and any of these guys. Now, it's making me think, do the producers actually pick guys for the lead? And were all these guys handpicked for Claire? But then again, none of these guys seem like they're a good fit for Claire either. Well, besides Dale, well, he didn't even seem like a good fit. So I don't understand what the what the, what the the end game is here. Like, do they try to pick guys that are going to create drama? I just feel like every season, you feel that connection through the TV. And yeah, it's not going to always be there. But normally, like the guys or the girls are after the lead and if they get sent home they are crying so hard that snot is coming out of their nose and their eyeballs and this season I feel like Tasha's doing all the crying like she's the one so upset and emotional when she's sending people home how come these guys aren't upset like Brendan yesterday stone cold Steve Austin living leaving that resort I just don't understand I felt the vibe between Brendan and Tasha at first where did it go what happened 
I don't buy this whole he's not over his ex-wife thing and that he's still broken because I don't think someone who is still broken would go on this show and make it as far as he I I don't I don't understand. I don't want to think that he's a bad guy and a lot of people are praising him for doing what he did, but it just doesn't add up to me. Like what? All of a sudden you're broken? Uh, how long ago was he married? And how long ago was the divorce? I get it. This is a fast process, especially this season with Taisha. If you're feeling like you're not ready to get engaged, just say that. We would respect I would respect you a lot more than saying like, oh, my heart's still broken. I don't know. For some reason, I just really don't buy it. I was shocked that he packed up and went home. And now she's left with Zach, Mr. I wear sneakers with my suits and Ivan. I don't even have a Ivan is like uh, boring. He he. Tasha's going to walk all over him if she picks him. Here's the thing. I'm going to get into I'm going to get into the finale episode right now because I know what happens. Um, so let me just tell you, I'll spend a minute on it. So if you have not watched it yet, which this really ticks me off when people don't watch a finale for you're going to see a spoiler no matter what. If you somehow have avoided a spoiler and you haven't watched the finale yet, Go ahead and fast forward two minutes. Hit that 30 button four times, the 30 second button, and it'll take you past this. Okay, do it in five, four, three, two, one. I know that Zaxi is the winner. <laughs> and from what I've read, they're not still together. I'm, I'm assuming we're going to get more on that on tonight's episode. But I do not understand. I do not think he's a good fit for her does he even drink do we know if he is just sober like drugs wise or if he does not drink alcohol I just don't see their lives meshing together and that's kind of what I've read I've read that that she picks him and that they're not still together because basically like he wasn't willing to move and neither was she like didn't they have those conversations beforehand I don't get it I don't get it Zach I don't get it I, I really don't even have anything more to say. Uh, he has no future not being the one that's chosen because he has like 100,000 followers on Instagram. Can you imagine him posting ads for flat tummy tea? Like he is not the guy to be doing social media stuff. I also don't think he's the guy for Tasha at all. I can't wrap my mind around it. So anyways, it is Tuesday daytime. Like I said, I've been knowing who wins, which is why I'm able to talk about that now. I will say, though, that the fact that they are not together is an unconfirmed fact. I'm actually now seeing some conflicting reports on Twitter about that from Reality Steve. And he also revealed what's going to happen tonight. And it is freaking insane. I read that. I mean, we're past it now. So that we're I mean, you guys have watched it, right? I mean, it's fucking Wednesday. If you haven't, you've seen spoilers. I read that um, Ben stays and she sends Ivan home and so the final two that meet her parents are Ben and Zach and then she obviously already sent Ben home so he's not going to be the one and she ends up picking Zach and now I'm reading that they are still together so I guess we're just gonna have to wait and see I guess I'm gonna have to wait and see I could come back after the episode tonight and re-record but like I said it's a fucking hassle I haven't told anyone Brett normally asks me by now but he just keeps saying about him oh that's that guy for sure isn't going to win. And I keep wanting to say, yes, he is. I mean, Brett's not even paying attention to the season. Normally, he's super into it. He just plays games on his phone the entire time. He complains about me watching it, which I cannot stand because I'm not used to it. Normally, he's on board. So yeah, I can't wait to see like what we get to see tonight after the episode. Like, are we going to get to see the after the final rose? Are we going to get an update? Yeah, I just feel like it's a really strange pick and then I'm just I was just really hoping for Brennan that she sat home last night that she sent home did I say sat home I don't fucking know what's wrong with me I just feel like the producers played into him being nervous about getting engaged like really you're gonna send him on the date with Neil Lane Mr. Plastic Surgery how much work has that guy had I mean it's bad he looks like Dolly Parton only with less hair and less chesty you're gonna send him on a date to try on wedding rings like they played into his biggest fear. So no wonder he got to that date and was just like, I'm done. And what's crazy is I could tell that he wasn't interested in mo anymore. It's like he completely lost interest in her, which is not how he felt prior. Like even the clips from earlier that episode, he was like, you know, I don't want to hear about anything that happens on the other dates. It just doesn't make sense to me. And then he posted 
this big long thing on Instagram today about how I po- I repost it, how like you know their story, to, their love story came to an end, and he has so much respect for Tasha and yada yada yada. I let's take bets. How long until he's dating someone else from the franchise? Like, was he just not into Tasha? Did something about Tasha turn him off along the way? Because it straight up just looked like he lost interest. So I don't know which one of those little blonde bitches is he about to date from the Bachelor franchise? I don't know. I hate to shit on him because I really like him a lot but something just rubbed me the wrong way about that I just don't understand and Ben I'm so over Ben so here's some tea Rachel Lindsay who was on um, Monday night's episode as well has come out and said that she does not trust Ben obviously last night when we saw her on the episode she doesn't she hadn't seen any of the seasons so she doesn't really know the guys or anything well now she's obviously watched and she said on her podcast with Becca Kufrin that she does not trust Ben she thinks that Ben has ulterior motives she thinks that Ben is after being the bachelor she said that his moves are very strategic and that him bringing Antonia onto his hometown who is a top chef who's actually on top chef was strategic she just thinks that Ben is setting himself up to be the next bachelor and she's said that she's reached out to the producers to stop that from happening. She's like, do not make this guy the bachelor. It will be the biggest mistake ever. So she's like petitioning. TMZ found him yesterday. They like ran up to him and they were like, how do you feel about being the next bachelor? Would you want that? And he just gave a simple shrug. And then they said, how do you feel about what Rachel Lindsay has been saying about you? And he was like, I don't have any feeling towards it. I feel like he has been posting a lot of TikToks, a little, a lot of Instagram videos, and you know what? I definitely won't shit, shit on him because he's had that like you shared on the show, a couple failed suicide attempts. I don't want any negative press for him. That's not what I want. It, do I have any feelings about him being The Bachelor? No. I, I mean, I wouldn't mind seeing it. I just hope that Rachel doesn't bring any like negativity to his life because he's not the type of person that needs something like that, which would be my only concern about him being the bachelor like could he handle it it's only been it hasn't been that long since his last attempt so don't you think he would like need a little more time I just fear that this whole thing this whole franchise is a little bit too much for him or it'll be the polar opposite and the fame and all this attention will like help keep his spirits high maybe it'll help him find someone um, that he loves that he could start a relationship with do I think that it's Tasha? no I mean who knows if it pilot Pete has shown us anything that you never know who these people could end up with. They could send people home, you know, four people ago and end up with them because he's with Kelly now and she got sent home. I don't There were still like four people left when she got sent home. So, yeah, I don't know. I just think that it's crazy that Rachel is petitioning so hard to not have Ben be the bachelor. I don't really care who the bachelorette, who the bachelor is, as long as it's not Noah with the mustache and as long as we're not stranded at a resort for another season. Like, I'd just rather wait for the season than have it all at a resort. I didn't realize it was going to be this bad. There's just nothing you can do there. The rooms look shitty. Isn't it super expensive? The rooms look terrible. The resort does not look fun. Like, I'm not dropping a G to stay there. I guess the it's the destination because it's near Coachella and stuff. I don't know. It doesn't look impressive to me. And then that's another thing that I'll say about the overnights. Poor Ivan. Everyone else got to stay in a regular room and he had to sleep in a super cramped camper. <laughs> Fucking hell. Oh, God. I say that a lot. I've noticed in this podcast. I need to work on anyways. Okay. Um. And oh, God. In 2021, that's going to be what I work on. Those four crutch words. Um, I'm not going to be working on it today, though, or next week's episode, because that's still 2020. I'm excited to get started on a new playlist, though. I'm going to start a new one, not next week, but the week after. There's been a lot of new music that's coming out, and I've been adding it to WTC20. I don't think any of y'all are listening to that playlist anymore, so I might take those songs off and start creating the next playlist for 2021 so we can hop into that new year fresh as fuck. I'm excited to start Whole30 again because I feel bloated from all this dairy, hot cocoa bombs, mac and cheese that I've been eating. I feel like I've been doing really well this year. And then like December, it just goes to shit. I'm always like, I don't know why people say they gain weight during the holidays because normally it's I don't really eat anymore. But this year, I guess I've made some better friends than I've had in the past because I've been getting treats dropped off of my door, hot cocoa bombs, cookies, champagne, you name it. I've been eating it. I'm about to go smash in some taquitos. Okay, I need to wrap this up now that I'm just talking about food and nothing else that's on my list. Thanks for sticking around and listening. Thanks for everyone that supported me in my new job that I no longer have. If you know of any positions that are open that I could work from home in, that I could work part time in, that I could work full time in, please send them my way. 
because I need to find a job in the new year as well. Well, I need to find a job now. As usual, please rate, review, subscribe, tell a friend. Um, what the Chuck podcast on Instagram is how you find me. I hope you enjoy your Christmas with your family or by yourself or with your household. I don't know how everyone's playing it. Whatever you're doing, do you stay safe, wash your hands, and I'll talk to you next week. Don't forget to rate, review, and follow us on Instagram at what the Chuck podcast.